Hello beautiful people, so here we are back with another episode and as we are approaching 2020, I think it's very important, not just for me, but I think for the world to reflect upon 2019, what has happened, what could have been done better and what made you the person who you are today, those difficult conversations you've had, those lessons that you have learned and I would like to share what I have learned today with you and hopefully that will resonate with you or at least it will give you an inspiration to reflect upon your own 2019 and that will clear the energy so you can start with the fresh perspective in 2020. So let's get right into it. So as per usual, I want to start with a quote and today I have decided to choose a quote by, in my opinion, one of the most amazing mystics in all times, Rumi. And he says that you have to keep breaking your heart until it opens. And while I'm reflecting upon 2019 and preparing for 2020, I know that in every life situation there is a lesson and there is a blessing. And although it seems impossible to resolve or get through at this specific moment or at the specific moment that you're dealing with something difficult you will always come on your on the other side and you will come stronger than ever and you will realize that because of that experience it has shaped you to be the person that who you are today The first lesson I would like to share with you, and I hope a lot of you can relate to it, is to listen to your gut. And I know we all say that. Um, I think sometimes the lessons that are hardest to learn are the ones that we always talk about and we're always telling other people to learn. But this was definitely a big one for me because um, I have had someone really almost, I don't want to say disappointing me because then it just shows that I have had some expectation of this person. But uh, it just came out of the blue that something quite drastic has happened. And um, I have for a long time felt that there's something wrong. There were small nudges that were kind of telling me that something might be going wrong. And I decided not to listen to them and just dismiss them in a way um and because obviously i didn't want to attack this person that has really helped me to grow professionally and has allowed to open some doors for me that could not have it open without his help or that's at least that's how i have perceived that um and i think it's really interesting for me because as i'm reflecting back on uh, the conversations we've had and what has happened Sometimes I feel like we tend to demonize people, but I also have to be compassionate and know that there must have been so much pain in someone else's life that they want to cause pain to other people or 
that they choose not to have empathy. And I also know and understand that some people lack this sense of empathy and they just do things solely because they want to do them. Uh, but this is definitely a big one for me. And it's interesting that I'm talking about empathy and talking about these um, personality types because Oprah, a few episodes ago, if you don't know, Oprah has a, an amazing podcast called Super Soul Conversations. I've been following this podcast for more than four years. It was one of the reasons why I have started my own. Um, and she had a conversation with Dr. Phil who was saying because he has written a book called A Life Code. Um, it's definitely on my list of the books I want to read. Um, he was describing these perpetrators and these personalities that lack empathy, um, that want to take things from you for their own personal for their own purpose basically and as he was going through those characteristics I realized that that's what this person is like and I shouldn't feel bad about not even spotting or not seeing the signs because sometimes people are so used to behaving in this way that it's break for them to even to break the cycle and I just have to and I just had to remove myself from the whole situation because it became too toxic for me and I didn't feel that I deserve to be in that space and I'm very proud of myself for doing that because I decided to put myself first and stand up for what I felt in that particular moment was the right thing for me uh, and I know that this lesson will be will keep showing up for me because somehow and I know that one of my default programming is um, questioning and trusting people because of the experiences I've had in my childhood and things that came later in my adolescence um, but there always will be that voice and sometimes it's so difficult to listen to that voice but when you do um, you will save yourself trouble I can tell you that and Oprah actually talked a lot about it in her shows when she used to be a TV presenter on her Oprah show and she used to tell the guests all the time that you could have saved yourself a disaster if you just listen to that feeling in yourself saying that you know better and you should remove yourself from that experience for your own good so listen to your gut the second lesson that i have learned this year is don't be quiet when injustice happens and for me, with this experience, how I've learned these lessons what was in direct correlation with this person that I felt was uh, has disappointed me, per se. And I decided, when something was brought to my attention, I decided to believe that person that has shared that information with me, that has totally shifted the perspective how I saw the person that has caused pain to somebody else and because i decided to believe that person um, that was sharing that experience with me i realized that i've liberated myself and i've liberated the other person because i know how it feels not to be believed i know how it feels if you feel that someone isn't believing you because you might be um, 
less experience in life or younger but at the end of the day it doesn't matter because we all want to feel hurt appreciated and we all want to be free and when you share a difficult experience with somebody else and they are here for you i know that it saves literally saves someone's lives so i'm again i'm very proud of myself and i urge you to uh, speak up when injustice happens and I think that became a core value over the years that I really cherish and nourish in myself. When I see something um, or I hear something, sometimes when you decide not to speak, you are a part of the crime. And I am not saying that, again, it depends on the context. But from my experience and from what I've seen, When I decide to speak up, when I see something happening, obviously, it is not threatening your life in some way. That's why I'm saying context is so important. Um, So when you decide to take a stand against, against injustice or against your values, um, I mean, if someone's kind of going against your values with their actions, you stand up for yourself and I believe that I, with that, I don't stand just for myself but for all those people who have no voice and can't stand for themselves. So I urge you to not to be quiet when injustice happens and use your voice if you can to express how you feel and support those who are the most vulnerable. Third lessons that I've learned is and this is a big one for me and I think it's going to resonate with a lot of you as well never settle for less and in a core being if you realize and this was one of the one of my default programming for quite a while um, that you are enough and it is your birthright to be happy and have abundance you will not settle for less whether it's a friendship a romantic relationship or whether it's the job that you want to ultimately have i understand we live in an economy where you need to support yourself and pay your bills but that time that you have extra when you come from work or even if you have to wake up early to pursue the project or the side hustle that you're working towards, I urge you to believe that you deserve more than you currently have. And that doesn't come from selfish place that most people think. It comes from the place that you know you're certain in who you are and knowing that you deserve more. That you deserve to be abundant, to be loved, to be supported and you should ask for these things whether you want to ask God or universe or whatever you believe in or whether you don't believe in anything and you're just trying to seek something you have to see yourself as the most important person in your life a lot of people, and I think I've mentioned this in my previous episodes imagine a small pet, a small animal and realize that 
for that animal to be cared for it needs attention it needs love it needs lots and lots of nutrition in terms of your friendship it needs good food it needs exercise it needs practice and it's kind of some kind of good habits for this animal to be healthy what what about that animal inside of you that's seeking more that nudge that is in there trying to do something more for that to come out to be the best version of yourself you need to look after yourself and i'm not going to go into too much depth because i um, will talk about it in my next lessons learned but yes so the third lesson that i've learned is not to settle for less than you deserve and fundamentally please realize and if you need a reassurance right now so i can tell you that you are amazing and you have a gift in yourself that nobody else has and it doesn't matter if it has been done before it hasn't been done the way you have to offer it and i think that's transformative and that's amazing so please focus on that my fourth lesson is actually something that i've learned by just focusing on my professional development because i've graduated my university this summer and i've been quite frustrated with myself not just with myself but maybe with society how it works uh that i will not get my dream job straight away unless i create it unless i actively seek and improve myself to do that it's so the lessons i've learned is don't undersell yourself you have something to offer you've learned something in your life or whether it's your course whether it's your university something that you can offer and of course there is a fine line between being overconfident and underselling yourself and i think that i was always just below that line i'm confident but i'd rather undersell myself to get something and i think it's just important to know your value the offer offering that you have those skills that you have those transitional skills that you've learned um even the lessons that you've learned in your life might be so useful in some workforce and some workplaces that um i've realized and i think a lot of people feel quite awkward when they fill up job application and there's a question about how much do you what are your salary expectations and i've actually talked to quite a lot of my friends about this and um we all want to undersell ourselves when we are fresh from the university um but you have to understand that the confidence of you knowing that you can offer something and that you value your time and energy enough to have um abundant and lifestyle that you know you deserve i think it's a really important lesson to learn um obviously you have to know where you stand and research the market and see the average salary per the job that per the entry job that you have um but yes i think it's important to just reflect on that and see whether you can maybe um reevaluate some of your salary and some of your salary not just expectations but how you want other people to see you so that's what i've learned but i'm still working on that 
The fifth lesson is, again, it's a big one. I think every single one of these lessons is a big one because they they come up to me very often because uh, I need to work on them. So the fifth one is forgive others and yourself. And I mean everything. And I know it's hard and I know it's scary. And I know how you feel because that's exactly how I felt threatened. Be like, do you think that's not important what they've done to me? What do you think that's not important? What I've done? Some people cannot forgive themselves. And they torture themselves years and years after everything. But you have to understand that guilt is all process. It's a wasted emotion. You can be realistic about what has happened. And reframe the story that you're telling yourself and move on from that but if you're trapped in guilt and if you're trapped in hate and unforgiving emotions you will not get out of that loop and it will hunt you for years that's why um, as I mentioned at the beginning this disappointment that I've had with this person that I really trusted and I invested into, I forgive them and I forgave myself for not listening to my gut. And I have learned better and I will move on from that space knowing that I've learned a lesson. And in every circumstance, as I've said, there is a lesson and there is a blessing. And if you choose to let go you will liberate yourself um, there is this guy um, who in the spiritual world is called a mind architect please google him mind architect I think his name is Peter Cron um, he had this amazing podcast conversation with uh, a GP he's actually an amazing amazing podcaster as well his podcast is called Live Better, Feel More. It's Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. And he was going through um, Rangan's experiences as a child and his childhood trauma and he was explaining everything. And Peter said something profound that changed the way I see my own life. And he said, do you understand that fundamentally you haven't done anything wrong just stop for a moment and think about it from all the experiences that you've had as a child until now whatever you think you have done or whatever you think have been done onto you do you understand fundamentally that you have not done anything wrong the things that you might have done maybe were not ideal but you have not done anything wrong. If you really get that, you get freedom and liberation. And I think that's all we're seeking ultimately. That's why we are on the spiritual journeys. That's why we do yoga, meditation. Yes, you want to get closer to the highest self and to um, God, if you say so. But for me, most of my life, and when I started my spiritual journey, it was about liberating myself from all those traumatic emotions that I've had 
um, and I wanted to detach myself from that and I felt guilty for doing things or have done things that I felt guilty about in the past like every single one of us but I after that episode I remember I excuse me <laughs> I'm literally sleeping when I'm podcasting um, I took my journal and I wrote everything down I wrote all my traumas who I was holding grudge against who I wanted to forgive who I wanted other people to f- like I-, I wanted other people to forgive me um, and I felt so liberated and I urge you to do the same please go and listen or google live better feel more mine arctic I think his name is Peter Cron and just just listen to that podcast I listened to that I think three times now and it's it's profoundly just changed the way I see my own authentic power now because when you feel that you have liberated these feelings and emotions of feeling guilty you know that you can allow yourself to move on with your life and do the things that you want I think sometimes when we feel guilty it's holding us back we are punishing ourselves of not having the life we want because we don't deserve it because we have done this and we have done this we have all these excuses or this have been done onto us you have to liberate yourself from that experience and that experience of liberation will allow you to move on with your life so please do yourself a favor and forgive others and yourself everything I'm not saying forget forgive it's very different Forgiveness is about liberating yourself so you can move on with your life and living the best life. The sixth lesson that I've learned this year is to always, and I urge you to remember, always prioritize yourself. And I know that for those of you who have families or have people to look after, it's not easy thing to realize and I understand that life is busy and people some people may rely on us and on our intention but listen to this if other people rely on us being the best version of ourselves for us being the best version of ourselves we need to make sure that we are always healthy in our mind in our body and in our spirit there's this analogy that I love and I'm sure you've heard about it the cup right so when your cup is half full and you are looking after other people they're gonna sip from the cup that you have they're gonna drain the cup and dry it out and sometimes that's when the exhaustion happens or that's when you start having anxiety that's that's exactly what happened to me but when your cup is full even if you have to look after other people you can give what's overflowing from the cup because your cup is full for yourself i think if people really get it fundamentally it's revolutionary I, as a child, was not thought to look after myself. 
Because what I've seen in my own family, that wasn't a priority. People's own well-being wasn't a priority for them. And the fact that they thought looking after other people will allow them maybe to feel them better or that there is some kind of sacrifice that you're making for your family, you have to realize that then when you grow up, you have these default programming that you remember your parents or family members not looking after themselves and you feel guilty looking after yourself that's how i felt but your children pick up on the emotions and on the feelings and on how angry you are because you haven't had a day of or how angry you are and that you project those feelings of guilt onto other people because you don't have time for yourself but i'm telling you and i know that you feel that you don't have time but if you make it a priority to always prioritize yourself and get your exercise in get your some kind of mindfulness in you will feel better and you will feel more alive and at the end of the day we all want to be the best version of ourselves and as i said um, in one of the lessons you have to make sure that you are always gonna settle for more than you deserve that you that's that's the growth right we always want to grow we always want to be better version of ourselves with that comes more abundance with that comes more appreciation of who you are as a human being and with that comes you having expectations for yourself for your own life and uh projecting then projecting that onto your own life so always prioritize yourself the seventh lesson that i've learned and i suppose it comes into this mindfulness and spiritual movement is live in the present moment and yes, mindfulness can help. And yes, 100% meditation can help. And it has definitely helped me. But when you realize fundamentally that, as I've heard in different podcasts and from different professionals, anxiety is basically uh, over worrying about the future. And depression is linked to um, not reconcile yourself with the past experiences that you've had both past and future do not exist you have created stories about those but fundamentally all you really have is today right now and what you decide to do with that how much you push yourself today will determine the future that you so much worry about i am definitely an anxiety prone person um it's been two years ago now that i have experienced physical symptoms of anxiety i also have experienced um anxiety related to what some people call like mind related issues and over worrying and over stressing and couldn't sleep well and just had this sensations and i've experienced panic attacks 
but once I unraveled my patterns and how my mind was working, I knew how to change it. And it's amazing what our mind is capable of. You just have to take control over your thoughts and over your emotions and realize that your brain fundamentally is here to just protect you. Did you know, and I think this is very exciting and fascinating for me, your brain doesn't recognize the difference between worrying, anxiety and excitement. In your body, it creates the same physical sensations. I know Mel Robbins, who I talked about a lot at the beginning of my podcast, actually, like when I started at the beginning of 2019. Um, when she has a speech or some kind of coaching session and her heart starts pounding, her palms start sweating... Um, she's telling herself, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Even though she might be anxious, she's excited and she almost convinces herself that she's excited. And she uses this technique to almost trick her brain into thinking that everything is okay. Because if you're exposing yourself to new situations, to changes in your routine, fundamentally your brain thinks that you're in danger and change means danger. But for you, for your, in order for you to grow in your life, you have to change. So you have to stop the endless cycle of anxiety by trying to help you live and get yourself in the present moment. So how do you do that? Well, there are different techniques and I don't want to preach which one is right because there are different ones that are right for other people. The same with exercise routine, you know. What has helped me is having exercise every single day, almost every single day in my life. And whether it's strength training, I go to the gym, or whether it's mindful walking, which I started practicing before, um, before I'm, like, I go to work, I walk to work, it's, it's around half an hour work, walk from home, and sometimes I listen to podcasts, But sometimes I just mindfully walk and it, it's amazing just how that can replace meditation, yoga, just using your breath and using your mind to observe and not to judge, just see the life the way it is, which fundamentally is what I've learned in meditation as well as yoga. I'm a big yoga fan. There's so much research now suggesting that yoga is not just good for your brain, but the way the philosophy is teaching um, you is how you should just live your life more mindfully. And every time you stress and every time you can come back to your breath. And I think that's very transformative. So please do your own research. I'm just saying what worked for me and what keeps working for me and I think by sharing our own experiences we can create more um, compassionate world. The last lesson that I've learned and I've picked these eight lessons because um, 
there's obviously gonna be more but every single one of them are gonna resonate with different people so my last lesson is about slowing down and never stop learning as I was talking about growth and that we are we as human beings are designed to grow always grow I think learning and just trying to find out what's interesting for you and what energizes you is so important in this day-to-day life when the information flow is so intense when you have notifications on your phone and every day that you wake up in the morning there is a information overload that our brain cannot process i think it's so important to take that power back and focus on what energizes you it's good to be informed but i think this negative bias that basically our brain is designed for to always look for negative cues and negative clues and information so again our brain can protect us from the danger is now not really helping us because we get so frustrated whether it's the election or whether it's someone else's opinion or what's happening in the world that can really affect the way we live and see ourselves in the world so if you look after yourself and if you use the tips and the lessons that i've shared and slow down your life i think you can find yourself calming down and that's what i've realized when i take the power bag and nourish my body with the right food exercise move my body um, and provide it to what it needs because i believe that everyone's body is my temple but i believe that my body is my temple and that movement and food is medicine and that's how i want to see other people's well-being being transformed if you research and if you see what works for you and what your body needs and in as a replacement your body will give you energy that you need to sustain your day and it gives you clarity and peace of mind and you will feel creative and you will feel that you can manage stresses of life more easily. I mean, that's that's what life is about, you know. And then when you connect to yourself, you can connect to other people better. And showing up for your life and showing up for other people as the best version of yourself is, is what life is about, really. And older I get, I realize that simplifying your life and simplifying my life is really the key you know and i always come back to those mystics and traditions that's why i started with rumi and i'm very passionate and like very interested into the eastern traditions and ayurveda i was always interested in the healing power of food herbs and how those buddhist monks or hindu mystics or persian mystics lived so simply but so content that I think if we all try to learn maybe or read a little bit more we can find ourselves slowing down slowing down and coming back to the most fundamental principles of you are here for a reason and 
you shouldn't overcomplicate your life because society or somebody else is telling you to do so. Find what feels good for you. Find what energizes you. Find the exercises that you enjoy and eat the food that's nourishing, that's healthy and that, again, works for you. Because I don't believe in quick fixes. I believe in a long-term solution and progress towards prevention. And it sounds like a cliche that prevention is the best cure. It's not always because things happen. But if you give your body the best possible environment to thrive in, it will reward you with what you are supposed to have. Energy, youthfulness, um, the glow. When sometimes you see this like yoga, yoga teachers, especially like, I notice these things, that people have glow around them, this kind of peace and content mind. And at the end of the day, that's what I strive for. That's my kind of success. And when you have that, you will move more easily into abundance into wealth, whatever that means for you, into success, into doing things that you want to accomplish. So that's going to conclude today's episode. I think I've shared a lot of great tips. Definitely, uh, this is something that I had to record for myself. And because of that, uh, I hope that it will resonate with you and you will find similarities in what you have learned or perhaps will learn something new from it and try to apply these tips into 2020 please let me know which lesson has resonated with you the most and i will see you very soon have a great day bye bye